Mueller and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to a great day, a great show right here on Steelers Nation Radio. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler taking you to the Steelers Blitz for the next 90 minutes. Oh, my goodness. And we always have Steelers content to discuss even during the offseason because this is Steelers Nation Radio. And what else would you expect when you have? One person with a decade of NFL experience, the other person with an amazing head of hair. I'll let you decide who is who. But either way, we like to have fun on this show. And we always like to keep it very interactive. So with that being said, the best way to hit us up is on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good hair. And that sounds like my colleague, my partner in crime. My main man, how we living today? What up, Mozi? Man, just living my best life, man. It's my favorite day of the week. It's Mo's Host Wednesday. Come on I'm, now, I'm man. Booby, I'm Booby Miles today. Only thing I got to do is just show up. Hey, straight like that, baby. Straight like that. And I'm excited for you being here because, you know, last week we introduced our, our concept, winning Wednesdays. Man. Winning. Win, talking about our winning moments, man. What, what about today had us feeling elated, had us feeling just overall good? Put a little pep in your you step, know? maybe. You know, and, and we did open up the phone lines and stuff like that, but it was a dope concept. And it's something that I do want to continue. But unfortunately for today, when we open up these phone lines, I want to hear a little bit different. Okay. You know, usually I want to hear about your winning moments, and you can share those if you would like to. But today, when we open up our phone lines, I want us to talk about a former player of the Pittsburgh Steelers, a dominant player, former teammate of mine, a guy that is discussed in conversations of greatest of all time at his position. Oh, Big Ben. They discussed him as greatest of all time at his position? I mean, some people in this town do. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, I missed that. Troy, I, oh, Troy Polamalu. Okay. Nah. That one is actually fair, though, right? That is fair. Okay, that is okay, fair. Okay. But you missed your opportunity. You okay. already missed it. You missed it, bro. It's too late. You missed I it. It's cool. It's cool. I went with the wrong joke. You missed I, it, man. I know. You missed it. You had it. It was right. You, you're kind of like that guy who was like, yo, I got it lined up already. I just got to wait a second. Wait a second. Wait. And you couldn't hold on. You couldn't do it. That's why I love it. That's why I love it. <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Antonio, Mr. Big Chess, Ronald Ocean. Oh, that guy. Whatever other nicknames he has, oh. Antonio Brown, because we know. Oh. Uh, this is actually before we get out of here on uh, Monday's show. We had uh, started to see tweets about Antonio Brown saying that initially he wanted to retire as a Pittsburgh still, which got the masses up in arms. Oh, is he coming back to Pittsburgh? He wants to sign back. The grass isn't greener and all this other jizz and jazz. But then he spent the block and then reiterated that, hey, not only do I want to retire as a stiller, I just do want to retire still. I do not want to play. He had to clarify that, which... I did kind of like the fact that he did clarify. That was that was nice. I, I, I was took glad. some of the speculation yes, out of it. I yeah. was definitely glad about that. Yep. Yeah. But um, as a whole, though, I mean, I felt like since that moment, we've had media people talk about it. We've had former players talk about it. But I just felt like there was a disconnect because 
we all have a perspective in terms of players and in terms of media, but I want to hear from the fans. Oh, the ones the people. The ones who cheered for this man, the ones who may have felt that he answered all of their prayers. Mm, but then at the same time could be the guy that they Broke felt like crushed his crushed their dreams. You know, so I want to hear from you guys today in the sense of should A B be allowed to retire as a Pittsburgh Steeler? See, we got that coming up in the show today as well, oh, man. No, so I'm you, definitely oh, excited no, about it. Didn't. Definitely excited about that, man. Oh, no, you did it. Absolutely. But to start it out, though, man, we did have some uh, some in-house situations going on, man. We know that we're still in the heart of our general manager search. Hmm. Uh, Kevin Colbert's contract will be ending, uh, I believe it's the 31st of May. Uh, I believe it is. Because it is 31 days, not 30 days in May. Correct. Just, just so you can Which know that. Which would be uh, t- a Tuesday, I there believe. There we go. Okay, okay. It's because not a Wednesday. The 30th uh-huh. is Monday, which is, is Memorial Day. See? So, quick math. Shout out. Tuesday, last day of the month. Shout out to WU right there, man. Almost <laughs> seven. Almost seven. We are an academic superpower. <laughs> but, um... We're in the heat of this thing, and uh, we've been working our way through different candidates. Um, obviously, we talked about how this thing started back uh, before the draft with some of just the virtual interviews, and then they started doing the in-persons. Well, now they've started doing their second round of in-person interviews, uh, and we talked about this a little bit last week with some of the candidates that had came up. But this week, we had two familiar names pop up. The first one being Omar Khan. Yes, yes, that guy. Currently in-house Omar Khan, current favorite or one of the favorites to potentially take over for Kevin Colbert uh, as the uh, new GM. Um, he's been in this conversation now dating back to at least a year ago, man, when uh, we started to realize that Kevin Colbert would potentially be hanging him up. Hmm. Omar Khan's name had really come Certainly up. Has, and yep. rightfully so. I mean, he, he's definitely been able to do some special things here. He's, and, the, cap, he's the cap wizard. No, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. And, and at times, you know, he has his flaws, but as a whole, we can see, you know, when it comes to the cap situation, when it comes to the financial element of it, he has pretty much been top notch at his position. And that is one of the reasons why the Steelers have decided to have a second in-person interview with him. So I just wanted to get your initial thoughts, you know, on the fact that Omar Khan. Hmm. Gets yep. that second interview because we talked about it a week ago. We said, "Well, hey man, we hadn't heard about Brandon Hunt or Omar Khan." Right, we'd seen getting all a these, second all these names interview yeah. in person, and we talked about how well maybe it's because they're more familiar. But now we are getting that second interview with Omar. Mm-hmm. So, what were your thoughts when you saw that, man? Not surprised, right? Because again, you and I both, when this entire process began, or not even the process, more so just the conversation leading up to the process. You and I both discussed how, you know, the the two in-house candidates, it seemingly would be Omar Khan and Brandon Hunt. Um, I mean, you and I mentioned those two even before, you know, or maybe in the days after the we knew that this would be the, the end of the line for Kevin Colbert as Steelers general manager. They're both capable, um, specifically as it relates to Omar Khan, because I don't want to jump the gun on where you might want to go with this. And I will but, clarify, too, um, because I just remember, not everybody knows who Omar Khan is when I just throw out Omar well, Khan. Shame on them so, if they don't. Yes, if you don't know, but I will just clarify that. My apologies. He is the Pittsburgh Steelers' current vice president of football and business administration. Just throwing that out there, all right? So front office, but definitely more on the business side correct, than the correct, football side. Correct. Um didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're good. You're good. Which is which so is why do I do diligence though? You know, which is the yeah. probably the the opposite when we talk about Brandon Hunt, right. which we'll say, which is there's a good duality there between mm-hmm. those two. 
Omar Khan, he's not new to this though. You and I, we, we spent time last off season. Remember, he was he was interviewing. Was it? It was the Houston Texans GM yes, it job, was. I believe. Yes. And if I do recall, the summer before that, so mm-hmm. it would have been two off seasons ago, mm-hmm. he interviewed for the. I'm drawing a blank, but for another GM job, I yes. believe, correct? Because I want to say it was Texans. I've seen Texans, Bears, and it was what was the other team? I think it was Chicago. Uh, tight was it tight? Was it Tennessee? I can't remember if it was Tennessee or if it wasn't Carolina, but it was another like Southern team. Because you're right. Because yeah. last summer he did Chicago uh-huh. and Houston. Yep. And if I do, if if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, like I said, the off season before that, so two off seasons ago, he had a GM interview mm-hmm. that off season as well too. Yes. So he's. You know, he's clearly a guy who is on radars across the National Football League. Um, and when you know that, and so so that means that obviously he is respected in what he does. Uh, and when you consider the fact that we know for a, a lot of the times the way the Steelers operate, not always, but 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 a lot of times they do like to do the in-house thing when when, you know, when proper candidates are available. Uh, I think the fact that that Omar Khan is getting a second interview, it's it's not surprising at all. It's like you kind of alluded to, maybe it's surprising that it took this long, and maybe that's a fair question too. Is kind of what's the timeline on all of this? Are they waiting till Kevin Colbert is officially done because they they want maybe it's a respect thing, don't want to step on his toes, whatever, or is this truly just the process playing out? Um, because I personally would have thought that a decision would have been announced shortly after the draft. And again, that's just that is just me sitting, you know, from a bird's eye view of of, of the timeline. Um but clearly this is still an ongoing process. Um that who knows, they could be close to making a decision or we could still be weeks, months away. Yeah, and that's the reality of this position is very different than say a head coach or a quarterback, running back, or somebody that you're going to tangibly feel that impact in the immediate. Right, it's not like you're operating a rookie minicamp without a head coach out on the field. it's very different. So even though there is a sense of urgency, because obviously when you talk about, you know, just your off-season personnel decisions um, as it pertains to minicamp, OTAs, preparing for training camp, we know that there's still going to be roster moves taking place, whether that is uh, extending contracts for certain players. Deontay Johnson, he's the prime candidate for that. Whether it's adding a potential free agent signing like we've seen the Steelers do in the past, uh, the most famous one being Joe Hayden in terms of how late in the process we signed him. All of those type of things are general manager moves. So, yes, you do want to have a guy, and obviously we know when Kevin Colbert steps down from that official general manager position, we still know that he's going to be involved in some capacity. He's already stated that, and uh, we just don't know what level of involvement, but he's still going to be around. So I still don't anticipate it being a hard drop-off you know, come uh, June first, it's like, oh man, <laughs> it's completely out it's of the over. facility, and he's yeah. like, uh, all right, later, guys. You can find me on a beach down in Florida. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> see that being the case. So even though I do think there should be a little bit more urgency this time around versus prior to the draft, they still, if they wanted to, oh, I'm sure they, they... could take their time yeah. even more so yeah. with this. Now we can all speculate in terms of how long that is and stuff like that, but I, I just think that they're in a good space right now especially because Kevin Colbert is still going to be around. If he was going to be hard leaving, I think that's drastically different. But the fact that he's still being in the picture makes you feel a little bit more confident. But just thinking about Omar Khan, though, man, I mean, I love everything that you were breaking down right there. I mean, this dude has been with the organization since 2001. 
There's like when you talk I, about I <laughs> like it's crazy. It, it really is. Like it is it is surprising how often not surprising, but it is it is consistent how often that happens in the Steelers organization. Like, dude, that is a long, long I mean, time. Almost as long as Kevin Colbert's been here. Seriously, man. Yeah. But very impressive in the sense that not only has he been continuing to excel and grow in his job, but he's also been able to stay loyal. And I just wonder, you know, when you start talking about people being a part of organizations for this long, hmm. when it comes time for promotions. Hmm. I see where you're going with this. How, you know, is that impacted in a sense? Because, yes, we know that he's loved being here. We know that he's been passionate about being here. Otherwise, he wouldn't have stayed here for 22 years, sure. in a sense, or sure. 20 years, in a sense. But I think it's been very different prior to this year. Prior to this year, he knew who the general manager was. It wasn't a debate. It wasn't a quote-unquote open competition. I mean, that's literally what it is when you're talking about the interview process. <laughs> right. competition. It is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is it. You know, so it's like it was a different vibe. So you might feel, you know, that you're qualified or you might turn down outside jobs but that's because you are sitting here and saying that, hey, man, if this job becomes open, this is the one I want. Mm-hmm. Well, now that it's here, I just wonder how is this impacted if he is not the candidate? You know, does he still remain here or does he take off and go somewhere else? Because I think that that part becomes a little bit more in question in a, in a sense, man. Now that you know what? That is a uh, that's a great can of worms that you just opened there because. I think everyone can kind of relate to, to to what you're putting down in the sense of, you know, for, for 20 years he's been there. It, it it wasn't like he, you know, throughout the last, throughout the majority of that, I should say, he knew Kevin Colbert wasn't going anywhere. Right. Yeah, the last couple of years they all knew, uh, you know, Kevin was on a year-to-year contract and that certainly he was getting towards the end of the line. But now when you've put in that time, when you've invested that time, two decades of your life to this organization – you couldn't fault him if he feels like, all right, this is my time. I've, I, I've, you know, I've put in the work. I've earned my stripes. Whatever, you know, whatever cliche you wanna, you wanna use, right. it certainly applies there. And then on top of that, too, Motsi, if it wasn't Omar Khan, I think that the whoever the Steelers were to hire would signify to him if that's kind of the maybe the end of the road for that conversation. And what I mean by that is if the Steelers hire someone like your boy Doug Whaley. Uh-oh. Hey, now. Maybe Omar could sit there and say, all right, this isn't another Kevin Colbert who's going to be here for 20 years. Right. You know, he's a little bit older. Maybe he's here for five, six, seven years, something like that. But if the Steelers hire somebody younger, mm-hmm. If they hire, or even you know, if it's if it's Brandon Hunt, who is who's obviously a younger guy, if it's even Lewis Riddick, who is a Pittsburgh guy, who it seems like that could be a last job type gig for Lewis, yeah. you know, a guy who would stay here for a long time, the place that he calls home, and until he was ready to to retire. If something like that happens in your in your Omar Khan, I think it would be tough to continue to think, okay, I'm I'm working towards becoming the general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers one day. Yeah. If it's someone that you look at and you say, okay, this is another Kevin Colbert who's going to have this job for 20 years. Yeah. No, I could definitely see that being the case, man. And I do think that that is, you know, something that has to go into this thought process. Absolutely. But then at the same time, as I, uh, you know, continue to drive this thing real quick, <laughs> I got to thinking as well. I'm like, well, what are the tea leaves telling me in this situation? In terms of guys getting second interviews, 
we've named some of the candidates. We said prior to this news about Omar Khan, at the time it was Brandon Hunt and Omar Khan to not receive that second interview just yet. Well, right now we have Omar Khan getting that second interview, but we have not had that with Brandon Hunt just yet. But Brandon Hunt hasn't been sitting around either. He has not been sitting on his hands. He's had two interviews in the past two weeks, one in Philadelphia for a front office position, and then he recently just interviewed for the assistant general manager position in Buffalo with the Bills. So now, as I transition from Omar Khan's mindset, now I'm looking at Brandon Hunt, and I'm saying to myself, well, man, what is going on here? You know, <laughs> like because we feel like he's in the thick of this thing, and we feel like that he should also – be one of those guys getting a second interview and a guy getting serious consideration. He's been a part of the organization dating back to 2005 when the Steelers won the Super Bowl. Obviously, he left for two years to go with the Houston Texans, but then he came back. And uh, that 2009 season has been with the organization since then, and he currently is the uh, Steelers pro scouting coordinator. Yes. So when we talk about, in contrast, right, Omar Khan, we said it was the business side, right? Vice president, yeah, vice president yeah. of football and business uh, administration, Brandon Hunt, still is pro scouting coordinator. So B Hunt is a lot more knowledgeable and hands on with the personnel side. What players are we looking at? Whether we're talking draft, whether we're talking free agents, whether we're talking homegrown guys. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because his his job is to not just look outside for talent, but to also make sure the talent in house is developing, is developing the way and, it needs to. Yeah, progressing. Yeah. So it had me thinking about Brandon Hunt in a sense, and I'm just looking at him like, man, are we playing with a little bit of fire right here in a sense that we have two candidates in-house, but now one we're, we, you know, we're showing a little bit more attention to where the other guy is starting to venture out. Sure. Is that something that we should look into a little bit more? You know, it's funny. That's the, When I saw the news earlier this week that, that Brandon Hunt was interviewing with the Bills, my initial knee-jerk reaction was, Let's go Buffalo. Well, that's all obviously, and let's let's go get some wings and get some Zubas um, <laughs> and Labatt, baby. There it is. Um, was oh, okay. If Brandon Hunt was about to get the Steelers' GM job, why is he traveling four hours north up to Buffalo to go mm. interview up in Orchard Park? Listen, I I know it's 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 obviously not always that cut and dry. Maybe it is just for him part of the process as well, too. Maybe in the back of his mind, he's still thinking, yeah, I'm getting the Steelers job, but why would I not go sit down with these other organizations? But it certainly is a lot of questions. And I think one thing, you know what they say happens when you assume, Arthur Moses. You're going to get it right. You're going to get it right. Absolutely. I think one thing that it's safe to deduce, to assume from what we've seen in this process so far is kind of what you said a few minutes ago. Omar Khan and Brandon Hunt are not just going to sit on their hands. They clearly, I think both, deservedly so, mm-hmm. view this as their opportunity to take that next step forward in their career. And if it doesn't happen here, they're they're not going to sit around and just wait, maybe like they had been for Kevin Colbert's time to come to an end. They're going to aggressively seek um, promotions elsewhere, maybe is, is the best way to put it. And... Every time it feels like we see more and more external candidates, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think they interviewed 16 originally is the number. I, I feel Again, don't quote me on that, but I feel like that's the number I remember yeah. reading. And we already know there's been, from outside of the organization alone, five of those that have been brought back for Correct. second interviews. Yes. So that's, I mean, it's 
it's not like if we feel like they've got this process narrowed down to one or two guys, and they certainly could in-house, or they certainly could in their own minds. And again, they're just doing their due diligence. They're just letting the process play out. But it, the longer this does play out, Motsi, the less and less confidence I have that it's going to be one of the in-house hires, that it's going to be Omar Khan or Brandon Hunt, the two people that, listen, I don't want to speak for you, but that I certainly assumed it would be one of those guys a few months ago. Uh, the long and and that's probably not, you know, I'm probably doing some assuming there too as well because as you rightfully laid out, it, they don't have to rush this. They're, the timeline shouldn't be. It's not like their feet are to the fire, right? But the longer this plays out, the more and more I think, okay, maybe it's not Omar Khan, maybe it's not Brandon Hunt. Yeah, I was gonna say because to me, in a sense, man, I think that what Brandon Hunt and Omar Khan have done in theory has put more pressure on the Steelers in a sense, if they've truly view those guys as legitimate GM candidates. And what I mean by that is this. For the Steelers, they're taking their time with this process. They're courting other candidates. They are. But we know that they have two in-house candidates. So in theory, if they truly felt that Brandon Hunt and Omar Khan were a part of this conversation on that level, will Omar Khan potentially interviewing elsewhere. Brandon Hunt potentially interviewing elsewhere is going to force their hand to either speed up the process absolutely, or sweeten the deal for those guys. And maybe that's part of Brandon Hunt taking the interview in Buffalo. And I was thinking well that too. as well. I was thinking that as well. In like, the right, sense you're that, just going to leave me hanging? Well, you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go talk. Over here. All right. Well, listen, I've been waiting here. I've been waiting on the dance floor yeah. for you to ask me to, for a dance. And now this, 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 you know, this yeah. person over here wants me to dance. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go right. dance for a couple songs with them. And being the person that has interviewed with the Steelers, right, in terms of contract negotiations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I did not have a dance partner, it was a very different conversation. And then when I found that outside dance partner, oh, now you see the rose is coming up, the funny. chivalry show. funny how that works, They broke it? off the nice suit and the great champagne. It's funny how that works, isn't so, it? They, a, took, they took you up on Mount Washington you know, for a nice meal and a better view. So, so in a sense, I could see Brandon Hunt trying to play a little bit of that because this is important to him. This is important to Omar Khan. This is important to everybody that's in this process. Sure. But I think it hits a little bit different for Omar and Brandon because they are homegrown. Mm-hmm. In contrast to whether it's a Lewis Riddick, whether it's, you know, um, any of these other Doug candidates, Whaley. Doug Whaley, yeah. um, any of these other guys that have interviewed, they're not necessarily homegrown. And if they are homegrown, they've been here and left. Doug Whaley, I mean, he was here, but then he left. He was in Buffalo. And then from there, he's kind of been doing the media thing. Um, he was XFL working with the XFL. Stuff, right? Yep. right. So it's been different. Whereas you're talking about Brandon and Omar Khan. These guys have been a linear, linear time spent here, you know, dating back to what, 09 for B Hunt in terms of when he came back, mm-hmm. and then 01, as we already said, for, for Omar Khan. That's crazy. That's a long time, man. Arthur Motes, I was 10 years old in 2001. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I was graduating high school. I was graduating high school in 2009. That's a long time ago. It's a long time ago, man. Without a <laughs> doubt, man. So to me, man, that part is very, very intriguing, man. But I, I like I, it though, bro. I, I guess it's fun for us because we're getting a chance to discuss. It. I just hope it works out the way that the Steelers wanted to work out, sure. in the sense that they're gonna they don't get caught playing this game. And the candidate they truly want, they end up, up losing. Elsewhere. Right. That's the part. That's my only concern, man. I think that's a fair concern. I. We'll give the Steelers, you know, the benefit of the doubt that they know what they're doing and they know what the timeline is and and they obviously are confident in getting their guy, whoever that may be, internal or external. 
but I, I'm with you too. My, you know, my biggest my biggest fear in the, as it relates to this is Steelers go outside higher. Omar Khan ends up going else. Maybe, maybe not even necessarily right away, right? right? But but within another year or two, Omar Khan ends up going somewhere else. Brandon Hunt ends up going somewhere mm-hmm. else. It's four or five years from now, and whoever the Steelers hired as general manager, it's not working out. Oh, no. And we look up, and, oh, no. you know, Omar Khan and Brandon Hunt are, are doing big things. It's working out well for them. It's, that, that would be the, oh, no. that would be the, the proverbial, you oh, know, no. it's like all those schools that passed on Arthur Motes, and then they look up, and he's winning the Buck Buchanan Award and, hey. and, and dominating at JMU. Hey. It's like, well, wait a second. Maybe we should offer this guy a scholarship hey. instead of our fourth stringer over here who's barely contributing on special teams. Listen, it happens. But – that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but um, we are going to go to break, and when we get back, man, we're going to get a chance to hear a little audio, man. Uh, the Steelers always doing a phenomenal job with, you know, whether it's player interviews, what, whether Steelers it's coaching. TV, I mean, they got coaches. They got college coaches. I mean, yeah, that's why they are the top-notch department that they are. So when we get back, we will be in. Uh, oh, excuse me, we will be hearing some audio from them, and then we'll continue to progress with this here show. But as you always know, this is Arthur Motz and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio.